This week's episode of the award-winning Here For A Podcast is brought to you by Rumors. There's a whole bunch of rumors out there. I mean, Leslie Lohan did have a successful single called Rumors. So When you say successful, anyway, stretch. Um, yes. Janet Jackson has decided to clear up the rumors about her being at the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. On the day of the Super Bowl, after there's been rumors of her being at the Super Bowl. Knock, knock, rumors. At the Super Bowl. Hmm. So, to put to rest any rumors, um, if you have been listening to Here For A Podcast, <laughs> you and you are about know to gag. us. Yeah, yeah. No, and, you are about to gag. No, no, no. no okay. No, no, no. And you have been listening to us, watching both of our career development. Um, you will know that neither one of us are going to any event in Dominican Republic anytime soon. Oh, yes. You need to write that down. Update your notes. We will not. I thank you for your support. You are so sweet. They are so sweet out there. I love Punta Cana. I love my home. I live for Punta Cana. I love my home island. I'm just not with the shit. So, this episode is brought to you by Those Rumors. Um, Also, um, my name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters. And, of course, RonaldMatters.com. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. Mm-hmm. I am a.k.a. Um, the not Punakana Slayer. What, what, oh, well, I don't know what that means. I've slayed so many in Punakana, so I can't be that. <laughs> uh, but I am the Pussy President. Oh, wow. B.K.A. the Snatcher of Man Units. Oh, no, that was cause a lot to install. You gotta and be that's careful. why I snatched them. I snatched them on consistent basis. 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 Uh, oh and God. this is here for a podcast. Um, today is National Black HIV AIDS Awareness Day. Pretty please um celebrate with us because we definitely as black gay men want to acknowledge National Black HIV AIDS Awareness Day. As we should. Know your status. Um and when you retweet and share the our podcast Please use the hashtag here for it hive so everybody can um, come together in one place and search. come together. Um, but this is your colorful commentary on LGBT health and wellness with prep advocate and sex specialist, me, and um, culture girl. blogger, other girl, you know, award winning, you know, award winning, you know, just things. yes, come on, baby Smith, not to toot our own horns, but beep beep, hello, we do this. <laughs> um, mm. Our icebreaker this week. And you should hire us. Yeah. Here for a pod at gmail.com. Send us your um You quotes. listen you listen. Why not hire? Our icebreaker this week is name your favorite Janet Jackson video that comes to mind and what made you think of it. Rhythm Nation off top. Okay. Rhythm Nation sparked a movement. It's I I really kind of feel like it sparked um why Janet Jackson is an icon because mm-hmm. before Rhythm Nation they was just like oh well she makes cute songs she's Michael's sister and this and that I I, I really feel like Rhythm Nation put a stamp on um, why Janet Jackson is an icon it was for me um, her video together again mm-hmm. it was just really great to see the scenery 
the dancing and what the song was about and what the song meant at the time mm-hmm. together again was just so beautiful and I also live for Damn Baby off her last album <laughs> cause that video even though she was covered up to the max she still gave you hairography dancers young old in between and still did the thing so what's going on also at- cost $200,000 oh. or so so that's light work <clears throat> um, speaking of the Super Bowl, oh wow, Odell Beckham has come out as a bottom. I know that commercial. <laughs> was it, it was a commercial, right? Yes, I saw it on Instagram. So I was like, "Where was he doing this?" I, was I, like, I you know, was my, my hopes and my dreams have all come true. Yeah, Odell Odell Beckham is a full bottom, maybe a verse bottom, maybe. You and know, we talked about straight tops and verse bottoms in a video that we posted this week. On Patreon. Shout out to our Patreon. And you can go check that out there. Um, but here, we're going to tell you um, that Odell Beckham is a full bottom. Oh, he is. Street I, bottom. Yeah. I, okay. I'm pretty sure his dick is only for this Drake. Oh. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm, no, I don't, even, I don't think it's for Drake. I think it's okay. for display. I think Odell Beckham is a full bottom, and I am here for him to be a full bottom. Do we? I don't know. You know, gay folks always want people to be gay. But in the comments, tell us, is Odell, is that his name? Odell Beckham. I'm like, we need to give him a more bottom-friendly name. (laughs) No, this already is bottom-friendly. Odell! What's that? Odell! (laughs) Girl! That's bottom-friendly. This is very South Carolina. What? Woo! Um, oh my god! Tank also owes me a pair of drawers. Oh, yeah, Tank owes me a pair of drawers. Seven inches. Yep, that'll do. I didn't. Every time I see him, I think that because I'm like, it's not mm. big. Mm. I don't so feel it like... must be the stroke. Mm. I don't feel like it's seven inches, but I feel like maybe around there. Cool. Okay, but whatever it is, I am excited about it. Oh. Um, uh oh, he released a. Twit vid. We still doing it in 2018. I thought we just uploaded. He's, he's a little older. You know, <laughs> Not we, a tw- let me go to twitvid.com. Like our auntie on Periscope, Monique. We'll get there later. Oh my god. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. Um he released a twit vid of um him singing the remix to If We Can We When, when We, we <laughs> Wow. Do it says just, site can't be reached when I do the tw- go to twit vid. Well, <laughs> so, um he on there. He's on the internet. Um, Tank oh is on God. the internet um, doing the When We remix with TGT because them girls needed another job. Oh, my God. They definitely needed another job. They mm. didn't need. They just, they needed Grammy another. nominated album. They didn't win, but it was nominated for a Grammy, so it was good music. Yeah, me too. Um, they needed a chance. <laughs> they okay. needed a fucking chance. And Tank is giving them the chance with the When We Remix. remix. Okay. And the When We Remix has him talking about, hmm, I love the way you fuck me. Oh, wow. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Imagine Tank saying, I love the way you fuck me in your ear. Oh, top's getting carried <laughs> away. Oh, my God. I'm already carried away. <laughs> I already lost a pair of underwear to this discussion. Okay. But anyway, I'm here for it. I am absolutely. Absolutely here for it. So uh, let me know when that drops. I also would like to tell y'all I am Jasmine Masters. 
And I have something to say. Okay. Regarding? Emotional peacocks. Oh my god, the girl on the United <laughs> Airlines flight. She was like, I would like the chicken. <laughs> Emotional peacocks are not companions. Ma'am. Okay, so the peacock in the in the house to eat, or he in the middle? Emotional peacocks are not emotional support. Stop with the shit, ma'am. The lady just got to sit next to you. It's not going to want to. You're messing up our revenue, sis. If I could bring every good booty ass bottom that I have ever met in my lifetime on a flight, uh, an emotional support bottom. Yeah, an emotional support bottom. I'm like, you know what? I just need my emotions supported. I know this nigga has good ass. I would like it for him to sit next to me. That that don't happen. That don't happen. It's not a thing. So no, you cannot bring your peacock on a plane. Yeah, United was saying that they've got to um, reevaluate their rules about <laughs> emotional support. No, Pets no, on. you don't have to reevaluate these <laughs> rules because the bitch tried to bring a. Why whole, was this not already in the pamphlet? Or a whole peacock, cock. Lol. Hmm. And peacocks are little animals. Like, then, like, if y'all experience some turbulence, then the peacock gets scared and, um... Flash on you, girls. <laughs> Flash. Yeah. And so, what what are we supposed to do over here? No cock is supposed to be here. Hey, man. And that is the episode of Peer Board Podcast. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to lay y'all, because some of y'all got to be places. And, yeah. um... I'm gonna go ahead and get to it, um... The Queen's Court is just it's it's um Thoughts and Prayers. I I I well we're gonna present to y'all the King's Court. Oh right now. On tonight. Here we go. And so the Queens can't be in the King's Court. Uh uh-uh. uh. We're not on the docket. How about that? We can't be on the docket because the FBI ain't um investigating us. Not the Nunes memo. Mm. So if y'all don't know what I'm talking about, which I'm sure all of y'all do, um, the Queen's Court had a catastrophe the other night, and I love and support my podcasting slash YouTube slash, uh, they want everything I'm yeah. on, and a little bit more probably. Yeah. Um, my social media sisters, I want them to do great, because I want everyone in this space to do amazing things mm-hmm. they apparently didn't want themselves to do amazing things the other night <clears throat> they booked an interview with Monique their first major interview kinda cause I mean like I don't know I don't know if they've had anybody else stop by because I don't watch every episode but I think that that was big for them I feel like that was their first big live interview yeah, well uh yeah, I think that was the first um com- I feel comfortable at, saying that. Yeah, that was the first like alley oop. Yeah. Like someone throwing the basket and you have to catch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was scared for Monique because I was like, Chad, y'all know Kanye. But Monique was ready. <laughs> Monique was ready. Monique was ready and mm-hmm. Monique was on Periscope and Monique also had her sister friend that she was just arguing with an hour ago mm-hmm. before she got on there. They had a kumbaya, what's up? A kumbaya Aaliyah or something, but the girl said what it was called, a Coogee by Aaliyah Coogee. What they was talking about? I don't um, know. I don't. I but um, they had to come together. <laughs> I know they had that. Um, so, uh, sister to sister, amen. And my Monique voice. I I love us for real. I really do. Put the camera on. Um, but Monique was ready, and y'all wasn't. 
So, um, after the things that went down with Netflix, um, TS Medicine tweeted, we would love for uh, Monique to come on, you know, the Queen's Court on our Facebook Live podcast, or Facebook Live video, mm. and talk about the ordeal. And so she was like, yes, baby, send me your information. And they go live on Mondays mm. on TS Medicine and Kaya. So, um, Monique showed up just Monday and said, okay, you know, she showed up on her Periscope because Monique has all of her following from her, from her podcast. Um, I think it's Monique and whatever her husband's name is, Sydney. Open Relationship. Yeah, open, it's just called Open Relationship, but it's so, with Sydney. And so their following is on Periscope. So she goes live on Periscope, but she's about to do something else. Um, and it just so happened that the Periscope is where we saw everything fall apart. Because things weren't together for the Queen's Court with their, I think they attempted to Skype her or something like that. and It looked like a lot of Skypes. It was, and like. On Apple devices. And I was like, why are y'all Why are these man? Mac devices not coming together? No pause. Because they, it clearly was, they both had Mac devices. As much as um, Apple tout and Apple text on devices and she had a Mac, a iMac, I mean an iPad Pro. I mean, TS had all the thing, all the necessary ingredients to be successful, but something was not allowing her. Well, so, let me let me I push, sympathize. Well, mm, yes, and that's why I'm getting ready to push past the labia majora. So let's push past that, okay? Because there was a whole bunch of shit, and we could digest that for three hours. Kaya walked off set and said I'm, the production was not the, professional. That's the labia. That's the labia majora. I'm getting to. Okay. If you are a part of a brand that goes be, live. Be a part of the brand. I am a part of a brand. I'm a part of brands. I'm going to say more than one. And <laughs> if the ship looked like it might be sinking, it don't mean you jump ship. It means you stay the course. You figure out how you're going to save the most people. How you going to save yourself? Because Kaya really did be asking herself that question. Um... How you gonna save the ship? Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. save the ship. I am a part of a podcast, and we are on forty-seven episodes, and we've had some episodes. It was it, some of some of our episodes are trash. Uh-oh. You're part of a brand. I don't feel like anything I've released is trash. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, but some of our episodes is trash, and some of them like we could have done better, and some of them are really educational, and we. Yes, uh, absolutely. The majority of across. majority of our episodes are that, mm-hmm. um, but we have had some other episodes where we tried to record and it was some technical difficulties, and those set technical difficulties got the best of us. But did we like walk out and say "fuck it"? We're not gonna do this shit because the energy is not right. A la Lauren Hill. Fuck no. Uh Uh-oh. And anyone in social media knows the show must go on. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly what Queen... um, Queen. mm. Funky Don Don Evo talked about earlier, um, if you watch her YouTube video... Her assessment of the ordeal. Yeah. And I completely, 100% agreed with everything that he... Shim was saying. So, (laughs) um, the show must go on. Okay. And I, I I really identified with Maddie, Matt, T.S. Madison's struggle in um, being so passionate about something and yeah. wanting something to happen. Wanting it to and go right. Yeah. She, 
invested two thousand dollars or something like mm-hmm. that in getting crying. this yeah and getting this happening and was crying spent days trying to get this rehearse. together and, and y'all had one chance and then your homegirl slash co-host slash bff slash i don't know what the fuck y'all is um walks the fuck out Cause I would have just handed off, and the... then said, "I'm gonna call you tomorrow, bitch. Don't call me tomorrow." Oh yeah, she did walk offset, then come back. Oh, this feel like a Migos reference. Then walk oh, back no. offset, and then no, like, that's the re- I'm that's gonna reference. call you tomorrow. And she was like, no, okay, don't, call, no. "Don't call me tomorrow. What? Get up here and let's do some other docket things until I can hand off the MacBook to somebody on the sideline to figure out what's going on with that. That's the whole point of having three other girls in the background while y'all record the Queen's Court seven. They had a team And T.S. was crying. She was like, everybody on set mad at me. And I just feel like I've done everything I can to get it right. And I know what it's like to be trying to get it right. To I knew you would identify with that. Good. But I mean, like, because we both overthink and want everything to be great. And so we both. But that's why, like, even if something wasn't right for either one of us, I don't feel like I would give up. Because I feel like... We like we've done here for a podcast. We can continue to do great things and then hand off the laptop or hand off the something to a manager or the audio technical girl or the whatever. When you got, yeah, no, the 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 absolute purpose of here for a podcast is to um, create a platform and create a place that at some point there's going to be another Superman. Um, There's going to be another. Well, actually, they won't. There's going to be somebody else that says he's... Not with these names. <laughs> there's going to be somebody else that says he's Superman. There's going to be somebody else um, that claims to be Ronald Matters. And um, we want to create a platform for them yep. to walk in the doors Not right now. that we walked in. And um, have, any, have people to talk to and have a platform that we have. Mm-hmm. And so we want y'all to just stay tuned because if we eat your tea, there's going to be somebody else coming behind us that's going to be the tea. Mm-hmm. I spent too, time, spent too much time on that. All right. I just want to say, um, I want the Queen's Court to c- continue to go on. I'm not shading them. I'm not at all because we have been there. Child. We have been there. Child. A, a few times. Child. This is their first I time. I can't even say nothing but child. This is their first time going through a whole episode. You just have to throw that shit away and child. come back next week, hopefully. Child. Um, so we have been there. Woo. Literally. Um, but this is the King's Court, and we're not we're not there. So congratulations. We to love them. you. Yeah, absolutely. Hope things work out. Woo! Um yeah. On that heavy shit to some more heavy shit. Hope y'all niggas can bitch press. Uh, Rose McGowan is... Oh my God, throw it away. (laughs) Throw it away. So let's just... I just want to give my commentary first before you tell the story because it's so passionate and I'm not going to let you tell the story. So you might as well just let me get out because I'm an angry, aggressive bottom. Cool. So as a person who has gone through trauma, Rose McGowan, I feel like maybe she is still busy dealing with her therapy appointments. And so she doesn't understand when someone else who is also going through trauma in another network comes to you and says, hey, trans women are suffering as well. What are you doing to make sure trans women are included in your movement? And because Rose McGowan did not have a 
my media trying to prepare me for this. I have an answer. She fumbled and <laughs> not fumbled. The bitch fell, slid her um tampon her tampon fell out. Yeah, this mm, wasn't even a fumble. She let the eagle her take tampon this. fell she out. She let Philadelphia win. Mm. So um she was not prepared for the trans conversation to happen in person. And so she ended up canceling the rest of her Barnes and Noble tour for her book Brave <laughs> because she felt like at Barnes and Noble sabotaged me and paid an actor to come um confront me about this. And even if they did, that is free promotion. Do you know what it looks like? Okay, I need to include this. I heard what that trans person said, and I need to include this in my journey. I wasn't even thinking about that at first. But wow, I have partnered up with so-and-so, so-and-so, and and we are here for trans women. And I have called that girl from the UK who just had their campaign um, with CoverGirl that got dropped, and we both are joining this fight for trans women. Don't just say, don't yell at that person. Don't cancel the rest of your book tour and don't tweet at Barnes and Noble defaming a child sound like Netflix. Don't do that fucking up future business deals. So, so, so when your next book come out and you don't have Barnes and Noble behind you, who, who, bitch, what? Everybody don't got Audible. I'm not paying $19.99 a month after 30 day free trial. I can go to Barnes and Noble and spend $20 on your book if that. Nobody, How about that? Nobody, nobody gonna do that. But Rose McGowan, what's the story? Um, my co-host was passionate about the story, so um, if you've not seen it on YouTube or Facebook, I just hate it. Rose McGowan is um pretend- accused Harvey Weinstein. Yes, she's pretending to be a fake feminist, and she's on a tour to promote her book and feminism, quote unquote. Um, and in that tour, she encountered a trans woman mm-hmm. and the trans woman was speaking out to her about not being there for women <laughs> because yeah. women means not just white women yeah not just white women i'll say that again. she was also a white trans woman but and, uh, oh no 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 i'm getting there i'm, okay. I'm, I'm building i'm building All right so my sister that that came to the book signing that had time. Yeah. Because <laughs> she had time. Free entry alert. She had time and she had money to get out of jail because my sister went to jail after this. She did? Yeah. Oh, my unfortunately. God. Mm. My sister went to jail. Our trans sister went to jail after speaking out against Rose McGowan. And Rose McGowan thought she was going to stand up in her white right self Chill. and yell at the trans girl who was also white and really actually right um and my trans sister went to jail mm-hmm. rose mcgowan continued to pretend to be on the book tour but not really don't tell me what i'm doing for women i've done a lot for women but you haven't you did the the best thing rose mcgowan has done for women is be on charmed i've never seen that never experienced that never went i have that. i have and um sometimes it's good sometimes it's, it's real good um, and I'm not discounting whatever has happened to her. Or, I'm not trying to take away her accolades. Nene uh, Leaks would be at my throat <laughs> if I was trying to take away her. Uh, sure. With, with Harvey Weinstein, I'm sure. I am. Yeah, I'm like, almost 99% sure everything you say that happened to you with Harvey Weinstein probably happened. Yeah. You wrote a book but, about it. So shout out to Patty LaBelle. Get you a book deal. But the intersection that white feminists miss is that 
it's an intersection. It's not just white feminists. Uh-uh. It's it's black women too. It's black women. It's what? trans women. It's all women. It's men. It's Muslim women as it well. It is all with hijabs on. What? People that don't look like you, and Damn. that and that is what fucked Rose McGowan up so much because this trans woman came in came in and she was semi with the woman for a minute until the my woman, sister, my sister, until until the woman wasn't with her, and I'm my like, sister. are you? You Are can you, be with her, but still, yeah, see, see room for improvement. Because I mean, you still my sister, and I'm like, well, sister, I see room for improvement, sister. But don't have me escorted out by security. I'm like, oh, so Martell, this is where we at? Not <laughs> escort, not just that, but just then yelling at her, grabbed and and can you pressing charges against me? Is that good? It, it was, was white. Sister. It was white girls whiting. I thought we were sisters. You said sister like seven times. So I thought we were sisters. What's up? We ain't sisters to that point, apparently. Oh, okay. Rose um, Fuck you, Rose McGowan. Yeah, move on. I just, I, I, I'm, I'm a little, I'm weary. I'm weary of that argument. Um, I really want to hear women when they say those stories and come out with their truths. Mm-hmm. But Rose McGowan is just a poor example of poor. Poor woefully inadequate example of a white woman only coming out for her feminism. Um, um, actors. We, we're still on actors for a moment. Um, okay. Chadwick Boseman needs to ask for the same $40 million that Robert Downey Jr. got paid. Mm-hmm. Because... Black Panther is about to snatch these every, reviews. Everyone's wig. It, it, oh my god! It has all of the positive reviews. The only ones that are negatively reviewing this movie are all clansmen, white supremacists. Yes. And so, if you are alt right or white supremacist, I have no look idea. at the avatar. Is it a per- is it a picture of a person or is it a picture of an eggshell? I have no idea why you're listening to this podcast. One. No, uh, I'm talking about on the reviews. So we know when we're looking at the reviews. I'm talking about for us, because mm-hmm. they don't listen to us. They, when we are looking at the review, she'll look at the profile avatar and look at the last name. Is is his last name Johnson? Not to be stereotypical, mm. but here we go. Uh, McLean. I mean, like, what are these people's last names? So Chadwick Boseman made a hundred eight hundred and eight hundred thousand. We'll just give it that. To film? Yeah. Oh, this film is about to do one hundred fifty million opening weekend. It's probably gonna do more than that hashtag reparations alert <laughs> he he got paid less than a million dollars no monique Runes. okay uh because i was looking around i was like i, I see a quote on the floor i will give it to you right now sir i don't know we're not going for. back to monique Runes. but he okay. got less he got paid less than a million dollars unfair hashtag to make this movie damn wow robert down jr got paid 40 million dollars to damn. make any Iron Man appearance. Any. $40 million? 40 So, <clears throat> I would like our brothers, sisters, anyone listening to this podcast, make sure that you buy your ticket to go see Black Panther next week. And tweet him directly. It's about us giving him social media presence as well because we know we love him and care for him, but we've got to... 
build him prove it where the white people can see it so we got and other people the social media presence and people are talking about me i'm anticipated in the world of amy schumer people were anticipating amy amy schumer according to the rick the executives so you know like what's what is my social media reach because that works for kevin hart because kevin hart could like bro if i go out here to this barbecue in memphis i'm gonna slay and then he got fucked around had four hundred thousand comments on his post so go to Mr. Bozeman's Instagram, comment, tweet him, reply to his Facebook post. Yeah, I see. Because social media outreach affect y'all. Think I'm lying, but yeah, I see his star rising. Um, after next week, I I feel like Chadwick Bozeman may be a household name because the movie Mm -hmm. is just going to be so fucking big. I feel like it's going to be in the three hundred million dollar range. These girls are renting out theaters. That's what I I really feel like it's going to be in the three hundred million dollar range. Um, stay tuned because our next episode is going to contain. I like it. I like where this is going. A Black Panther announcement. Announcement with me. Um, the versatile top and the other. Are oh, you a versatile top now? Because you didn't want to admit that on the video. And the versatile bottom sitting next to me. Oh, I'm a versatile bottom now. Mm-hmm. I didn't say that on the video. Publix continues to try it. I can't. Continues. Atlanta I is number one with AIDS diagnosis. Diagnoses. Diagnoses, yes. I was like trying to pronounce it right. You, you went to med school. Look at that. Yes, nigga. Okay, med school. Oh. Yeah. Some of the girls. Sign me up. Got student loans. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Publix continues to try it. <clears throat> I can't. <clears throat> By not allowing employees... Mm-hmm. Who have medical insurance? Yeah, through Publix grocery through them, store, <clears throat> which they pay for. Uh huh. Like every other employee pays for every other mm. thing they get from Publix. No signal, no Blue Cross alert. With Publix expensive ass. Oh my god! Because you can't go to Publix and spend three dollars and get shit. You can anyway. get a Powerade. No, you can't. Oh no, that's okay. Publix ain't the store for that. Okay. Um, they continue to deny their employees access to prep. Dumb. It, it just, it, 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 it harkens back. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't have to have a history book to know how and why these same practices. Don't this sound dumb to you? <laughs> it, it, well, one, it is extremely stupid. Don't like, this what? sound dumb? Like, we're the, sitting there writing a... That's the medication y'all going to war about? Oh. Y'all going to war about Chuvada? This sound dumb. Anyway, one, that's the wrong one. Because we here. Um, two, I am paying for this shit. I'm not... Yep. It's not... Like, I work here. The work that I put in provides for me to get... A future for your organization. Insurance mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that I can take care of my medical needs. You don't get to dictate what my medical needs are. And I uh I I'm let Catholic Church. I let Publix um I let them buy for like two weeks about this. I let them try it. I I did because I thought that they would white explain get it together. <laughs> I, I thought that they would white explain it. I thought that they would get past it and be like, Oh girl, we what really we apologize to... and we are reviewing our policies. Three weeks later, they still on the same shit, and then they're doubling down. Put your on glasses the same on. Shit. You need to review your policy, girl. I 
I just, I really want it better. Take for, your work laptop home. You need to review the policy, girl. I really want it better for. Um, this was the episode title: Review Your Policy, mm, girl. Uh, <laughs> Publix. There are employees there that are paying mm-hmm. with their blood, sweat, tears, and time, and tax deductibles to do the best that they can for your organization. And they're not asking for your political beliefs. If you don't believe that PrEP is uh, a proportionate, a a legal drug, or something that they should be getting their money for, clock out. Yeah, um, I definitely agree. Because we recently talked about the person who is a member of Act Up New York, one of the most important HIV AIDS organizations on the earth. Um, it took a person to get you denied by United Healthcare to be like, uh, 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 bitch, you don't know my network. You don't know my network. And he went to act up and they were like, oh, bitch, we about to let United Healthcare have it. So shout out to the girl that works at Publix who was like, uh, uh, you don't know my network. And is dragging Publix currently through the, um, grass, the dirt. The the, the everything. Shout out to Courtney Act for winning. Celebrity Celebrity Big Big Brother. Brother. She's the first drag queen to win Mm -hmm. anything that was not here for drag queens. Mm -hmm. So, non gender binary. Yes. Kind of. As well. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm excited for her. Like, like she's playing the reality TV game. Yep. Because she's on these other things that aren't drag or Mm -hmm. gay adjacent and winning. That's a win. Courtney Act. Um Um Jack continues to fuck with my emotions. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. Maybe it's because I'm a Jack the Pro member. But I don't pay no money for Jack. Like it's twenty nine ninety nine a year, I so I don't pay no money for I Jack. I wouldn't recommend it if so, you don't need it like that. Well, most of our listeners also don't pay no money for Jack. What is he doing in DC? And so when when you Let don't me log off Jack while I'm recording. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so when you don't pay no money for Jack, Jack has a new feature where if you open your pictures for someone, mm-hmm. they have to open their pictures. So you can see the other person's picture. Are you sure? Yes. Or was somebody just trying to catfish you? Or are no, you sure, sure? No. I, 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 this was all weekend. Okay. We be all night. All right. And love. Anyway, um, it's a new stunt. And Jack, I just, I really want y'all to get it together. It's, I, y'all doing too many changes, too many last minutes. Just, mm-hmm. just be jacked. Nobody mm-hmm. was complaining before. Just be jacked and update. That's it. We don't need no new changes. We don't need no bullshit. It's just, just, it's too much. This is scary. <sighs> Valentine's coming up. So, what? Are, how do I see all the trades I need for Valentine's? Well, since Valentine's is coming up, um, we'll move into sexual health. Okay. Because I want y'all niggas to be sexual healthy. All right now. For Valentine's. And that includes our listeners that might be HIV positive. And if you are not HIV positive, 
pass this message to someone that might be prep is not HIV medication say that as someone that is a bit informed on both subjects and I see what girls are talking about I see what girls are asking I see what girls are trying to sell prep is for people that are HIV negative attempting to be HIV negative for the duration of them taking prep if you are HIV positive, there are plenty of places that you can be connected to care to get HIV medications. HIV medications must be a cocktail of three, not two, of three or more antiretroviral, antiretroviral, yeah, I said that right, antiretroviral medications that you must take on a consistent basis basis. If you are not taking these three antiretrovirals, you are putting yourself in danger. Do not take PrEP as a treatment. Treatment as prevention is extremely important. Extremely important. PrEP is not TASP. TASP is TASP. Treatment as prevention. I am Jasmine Masters, and I had something to say. Thank you guys for leaving us comments on iTunes, well, Apple Podcasts. Um, open your Apple Podcast app, click the Reviews tab. Oh, it says, search our name in the Apple Podcast app. Uh-oh. Click on the Reviews tab and click Write a Review. Um, thank you guys so much for leaving us five star reviews. It helps us grow and promote and um, twerk and get booked. So, yeah, shout out to that. This week, oh, I want to tell you something. Are you oh, listening? Mm-hmm. Beyonce scammed you. She, I. She's never done that. I've never been. Beyonce that. scammed you. Yeah, she did. Um, so, Beyonce scammed you because detoxes do not work. Um, you know, she. She said she did the lemon, pepper, and cayenne diet or something like What did she do? A detox? Um, I I believe that she just showed up and had a drink in her hand yeah. and was cute and was like, well, what y'all want me to say? Um, in 2007, a company called Sense About Science asked 15 companies um, who were the most popular companies who promoted detoxes. Okay, girl, so you know, like... um. How do you achieve the result of your detox? And absolutely zero of the companies could prove what they help you eliminate. So, flat tummy tea alert, mm. colon cleansers, shampoos, smoothies, anything that you could think of over the counter pretty much, per this study um, by Sense About Science, said that there was no correlation to what you will lose in pounds or if you could get rid of dandruff or healthier eating habits would cleanse your liver. But they do say that there are medical detoxes to help drug and alcohol abuse victims. But child, when you see Dr. Oz talking about, oh my gosh, I'm Dr. Oz and I have a detox. 
So, Dr. Oz. I am Jasmine Masters, and I have something to say. Dr. Oz, please just understand trying to get views because it's Tuesday, and I, people got doctor's appointments, and they sit in the waiting room. But no, Dr. Oz, quit lying to these people. Um, and I will definitely do my best to link you um, below to the Sense About Science study and what's going on with that. Because y'all need to know this. What's up? Will continue to connect these girls to care. Amen. That's extremely important. Um, <clears throat> I also watched all of Drag Race, and I will maintain my position that I believe Shangela is going to be inducted into the Drag Race. Is it the Shangela Bandola Creme? Yes, and Bandola Creme. Admitted to it and said that her biggest um, competition was Shangela or um, Milk. And I think Milk is going to go home early. Well, you know, when it comes down to top three, uh, between those three, yeah, Shangela, think, Milk, and Ben De La Crown, Milk is going home. Yeah, I think Mendela. Mendela. <laughs> uh, what you said, sir? Can you repeat? I that? think Milk is going to go home earlier than expected because Milk. Continues to make the same mistakes Milk made the first time she was on Drag Race. And I don't see her being a good lip sync or no shade. She's never been a good lip sync. She's never won a lip sync. So, Uh-oh. no, well, I didn't. I didn't make that up. What's the song for your soul this week? You give me yours because mine is real soulful. The song for my soul this week, and it always happens when yours is real soulful, is and that's why mine's Beyonce. Soulful. Oh Lord, check on it. Because the confidence, no, 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 get into it. The confidence on this song, and she didn't even know it would be successful. You know, it's kind of like the Independent Women soundtrack where she just wrote a couple songs and then Matthew snuck it over to Columbia Records and Columbia snuck it over to Sony because they're all under the same umbrella. And, you know, um, when Pink Panther was coming out, she had wrote Check on it. And they were like, ooh, this is a really good demo. Um, A woman's confident. She knows who she is and... Oh boy, you looking like you like what you see. Once you come over and check up on it, and uh, I know you want to taste it, but I'm gonna make you chase it. Got chase to be patient. Got you know, like she was just the first verse, the second verse, the chorus, the bridge, the second chorus, the pre-hook. Beyonce told y'all like, yes, What's the pre-hook. Oh, it's kind of like foreplay, but right before you put it in. Because pre-hook means something different to me. I know. That's why I was trying to. But mm. I don't know if it worked. But um, Beyonce just had to let y'all know that I'm a confident woman. And I can pull these bros out here. Um, and sisters. Yeah. So there's that's my song for my soul. Beyonce, check on it. The song for my soul um, this week is an actual soulful song. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Not the check up on it ain't. I, I mean, Come on, self-esteem builders out here. Yeah. Um, but if you have never heard my sis, V. Bozeman, in your life, uh, please go check her out. Please, please go check V. Bozeman out. She is uh, a dark-skinned woman oh, wow. who is bald-headed oh. and is giving very dormilage if you know what Dormelage is before Black Panther, because everybody going to know what Dormelage is after Black Panther, but if you know what Dormelage is before Black Panther, that's 
extremely important. Anyway, she's given Dora Milaje. She's worked with all the R&B greats. There's a song that she sings with Timothy Blum. Mm-hmm. Bloom. Bloom. You tried me. Um, that is labeled Till the End of Time. What's the name of it again? Till the End of Time. I love this song. This is an amazing song. So... Did they win the Grammy for that, or were they, they just not. nominated? They did not. I think they, they were just not. nominated. They did not. It was so good. The video is amazing. I am awarding them the Grammy because yeah, yeah, they did. It's that. just so passionate. Mm-hmm. If you've never seen this, seen the video, if you've never heard the song, go and hear it. Go and see the video. The portrayal of um. Losing someone and then getting them back uh, will take you through a journey of love that you've never been on. Again, it's imagine finding the one like you've never had the one before. Losing the one and then finding that same one again in life that like they were resurrected. That's what the music video was and that's what the song is. And that's the best way that I really can explain it because it's just such a beautiful song and it is a song for my heart. Um, listener questions. Send us your listener questions to at hereforitpod at gmail.com or to any inbox where you can find us on social media. The first one is from Anonymous. It says, why do men move to another city and rush to fall in love instead of making friends first not trying to fuck or nothing. Because we've been listening to L- Timothy Bloom. But establishing real friendships. Why do we move to new cities and rush to get it? Um, my immediate thought was, I know I just asked it, but because we want, we're so attracted to the newness of moving to another a new city, and we want to attach ourselves to someone before the community can tell us, like, well, girl, you know this about him, or girl, you know that about him. Do you get those same types of vibes? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I don't think that's a gay thing. I think that's a people thing. Like, straight people do the same thing, um, but it's not popular because it happens so often. Um, People get so familiar with places. They live, you know, I live in D.C. or live in Dallas or live in Atlanta or New York or L.A. Two years and be like, "Mm, okay, I'm good here. Because you fucked everybody you want to fuck seen all the opportunities you want to see explored all the opportunities you want to see and you want to find them other places that's um Christopher Columbus syndrome uh uh-uh. yeah that's I'm okay this is cute I conquered it I'm gonna go move somewhere else and see if I can conquer somewhere else that's literally that it's Christopher Columbus syndrome and there's nothing wrong with that um cause you'll be more knowledgeable in the end I I, I yeah, <laughs> so dope. Fuck all the girls you want to fuck. Um, I get really nervous about that because when you don't take time to let relationships evolve naturally, then you end up oh, with this was about relationships. Them telling you things after the seventh time y'all have had sex, and then they realize that they need to tell you that something about themselves that 
I know you don't really like church queens, but I have rehearsal Wednesday and mm. I go to two services on Sunday. I'm like, so sir, where were you um the past no. two or three weeks went? There's no reason for you to be reading me like this. <laughs> um, our second question comes from Mr. Verse. I made up this name, by the way. Mm. He looks verse. Mr. Verse asked via DM, Hey, I have a question based off your last listener question with the guy who was verse but was found but was found himself trapped topping. I had the opposite experience where my ex didn't let me top for reasons he never disclosed and it made me feel some kind of way, especially when we broke up. He put on his profile that he was a verse top. <laughs> In true honesty fashion, I don't consider myself to be a big in the dick department. I, I was so good with it, but I didn't want to say had, But I also never had anyone complain. My question is, how does one avoid being in the situation again when I get the urge to top? First off, um, the critique of I ain't never had nobody complain is weak. Have you had somebody explain? Uh Uh-oh. Because not having nobody complain don't mean shit. That means they're like, oh, this shit was wacky. Delete block. Don't reply. Not having nobody complain don't mean that it was everything that you exclaimed. So, there's that. Um, to the main point, um, stop playing these gender politics. So, gender politics being, um, because you feel like you are top-ish, this person has to be bottom-ish, what, what identities, what do you love about him? Do you love those things so much about him that you are willing to bottom? That you're willing to be versatile? Um, And let those be your policies instead of what the world will tell you about gender politics. Because the world will tell you that, oh, well, you're a top. You got a really big dick, allegedly. Um, And those things all (laughs) might not be true. Figure out what you like about him and what you're willing to sacrifice about yourself to love him. Um, When you say he dumped you and put on his profiles that he was a verse top, maybe the insecurity was on him where he was trying to see what it would like to be a top with you, but he didn't see you being a person that he would bottom for. And that's not on you at all because people have in their minds, oh, when I bought him, it's going to be a this and it's going to be a this. and He's going to be a financial expert at Chase or Wells Fargo. And when I bought him, he's going to be a trader for Bitcoin and have 17 something points on the marker and the Dow. And, but you can't put all that blame on yourself because he didn't know who he was when he got into a relationship with you. He discovered what his he wanted his next few couple markers in his sexual journey to be, but they just didn't include you. I feel like you have to appreciate those things for what they were in that moment and accept that if you want to top in the future, 
not if you want to accept. If you see mm-hmm. that you want to top in the future, you go do that in the future. So, Mr. Verse, remain confident. You can't let other people's personal struggles be... Because you... You can't let other people's personal struggles be your struggle. Yeah, I'm like, mm, okay, he didn't, he didn't see that with me, but that doesn't mean I'm less than. You can't hold on to that. That's ridiculous. I love you, but it's ridiculous. I love us, for real. <laughs> what are you here for this week? <clears throat> um... Before that, uh oh, the word of the day. Oh wow! Yes, our new segment is blouse. Um, verse tops, <laughs> fam tops, and we led. I right have a, I have a feeling this relates to tops. <laughs> I just, sorry. And we led right into that. Okay. With our listener question. <laughs> so it's okay to not be a full t-shirt. You can be yep. a blouse. You can be a blouse. A blouse is something silk, mm-hmm. something it smells fragrant, mm-hmm. but it's still a top. It's just going to be on top. It can be still fragrant. Gucci still, guilt. Yeah. Or gardenia. Okay. If you don't oh, have wow. that much money. Oh, gardenia. Yeah. If you don't have that much money for Gucci. and That um, Justin Timberlake clone is really good, even though their Super Bowl performance was trash. Mm-hmm. His cologne is really good. The a, second one. Mm-hmm. Not the first one. I was I was avoiding both of them. But <laughs> you wanted to drag me there. Um, a blouse. Blouse is the word of the day. So blouse means a top. It might be pretty. Mm. Might be a little less than what you think a top would be. Mm. Mm-hmm. But still a top. Hello. And pretty at the same time. Think of Blanche Devereaux as a top. That is a blouse. This week, I am definitely 100,000% here for Impulse Group Houston. Follow them on the internet at Impulse Group Houston. And shout out to DeAndre Moore, who has been a part of everything. CDC, LMNOP, QRST. And shout out to my blog brother, um, who is the vice president, Ian Haddock. Author. Ah. Hello. Shout out to Ian Haddock. Um, they are having their first event, which is co-sponsored by the AIDS Healthcare Foundation during interna- International Condom Day on February 13th, which will be hosted by RuPaul's Drag Race star, Trinity K. Bonet. So if you are in Houston, come to the Lion's Heart Event Center for the Shape of You Fashion Show, which starts at 7 p.m. And please be there on time because if y'all end up late, then the fashion show gotta start late, which means y'all can't get to the open bar. Hello, open bar. Y'all get to the open bar late. So please show up on time to the um, Lions Heart Event Center at 7 p.m. on February 13th for Impulse Group Houston's inaugural event because DeAndre and Ian are working very hard. To expand the Impulse Group brand to Houston, which I'm so excited about. And I'm excited for Trinity so. K. Bonet because we know um, sometimes she don't show up on time. Uh-oh, hashtag bookings. We're going to remain positive. No, she's my sister. I am here for brother. Impulse Group No, Houston. no, I'm, I'm saying this in a positive light. Um, she's my sister slash brother. And just like I would tell you, 
people yeah. about you. Yeah, we, um, you you may not show up there on time. We are here, for but we are here for her because she may not show up on time. Um, what are you here for this week? I am here for my black loud Man, brother, brown brother, Asada. What was this song? Who was it? It was that right there, y'all. She don't even know lyrics. She don't even know lyrics. My black sister from Detroit, Michigan, Brenda Lawrence, who was a congresswoman, who at the State of the Union address, wait, wait, hold on, wait, I'll take it back like five seconds. She's a congresswoman from Detroit, of Detroit. All right now. For Detroit. Okay. Hmm. So, just... Let that part marinate on you. Just it, bathe in that. Detroit <laughs> showed up to the State of the Union dress, and you know what Detroit did? Showed AKA up. AKA Brenda Lawrence. Showed up. <laughs> she played Candy Crush on her phone. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which intern found her doing this? I was like, bitch, she's coming. All of them. <laughs> All of them. There was multiple cameras that was filming the whole thing because they afraid that somebody going to take this nigga out. Mm. Mm. Designated survivors on TV. Anyway. So, um, so there's cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. While he was delivering his address, there were other members of the Congressional Black Caucus that were just playing on their phone, texting, and saying this nigga ain't, tr- ain't shit, and mm-hmm. he's trash, and blah, 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 like they should have. Uh, my sister from Detroit, Michigan, Miss Congresswoman, Brenda Lawrence was playing Candy Crush. She didn't well, have time. Well, there was no fucking time. She didn't. She was like, you know, I don't even. Have I'm on level one seventy one. I don't have to live tweet this. No. I am going to play Candy Crush because this shit is so insignificant. Mm-hmm. And what else could I not be here for? My sister from Detroit, my representative. So she wasn't here for that shit and was showing y'all and didn't care. She was playing Candy Crush. Nobody even plays Candy Crush no more. No, I moved on to. Um, they play there. balls and. I went back to solitaire. Well, mm. okay. Anyway, she was playing Candy Crush during the State of the Union and didn't care and let the cameras watch and I'm here for it. It's time for our last call. So shout out to. Um, Woo. Alcohol. All the things we've been through this week, we're back to the gin. I live. Oh, wow. First and foremost, shout out to T.S. Medicine for her in- investigating her dream and staying committed to their dream. And just, T.S., I felt you when you were crying. We were saying, Kaya, come back, sister. This ain't my fault. Same. I just really want this to go through. Let's just get through the interview, sister. So, shout out to T.S. Medicine for all she did. But secondly, I have to do uh, a shout out to the self-esteem and the confidence portrayed by Chris Crocker in his It's a Hair Flip video. Oh. He said, if it ain't going to matter in a day's time, in a, what he said, if it ain't going to matter in a day's time, in a week's time, in a year's time, it's a hair flip. You flip your hair and you cool again, baby. Just flip the hair. Come on, flip it. You just flip it as many times as you need to. And you just know that as soon as you finish flipping the hair, you're going to be cool again. Come on, flip it. Come on, flip it. Flip it as many times as you need to. 
and I just want a bang or something right now because when I be at work, um, the company that shall not be named to be trying it, and I just have to remember that it's not gonna matter in a day's time, in a week's time, in a year's time, and it's a hair flip. Whatever this is in front of me right now, I can come for this, and it's gonna be a hair flip, okay? I'm just gonna flip it as if my best friend stole my man. Come on, you just flip it. You just flip it to that bitch is out of your mind. I've never stole any of his niggas. <laughs> oh my god! But that video, like, oh, flip it as many times as you need to. That's it. Leave Brittany alone. <laughs> I just, I just want to make sure we said that for that. Um, mm-hmm. Please leave Brittany alone because I enjoy her music. My last call is to Angela Yvonne Davis. If you don't know who Angela Yvonne Davis is, take the Yvonne out and yeah. you will know who the fuck I'm talking about. Angela Davis is a black icon. She might be in the top five of black icons because Barack is... Um, but Angela Davis was a Black Panther before it was cool to be a Black Panther. And with the release of the Black Panther movie, I would like us to remember what the fuck it meant to be a Black Panther 30 years ago. And so now it's real cool and all the white kids coming and all the kids coming. We're going to be there. All, every Everyone's coming because it's cool to be a Black Panther in 2018. But in... 1970 it was not cool to be a black panther you were a communist you were other than and um angela davis stared in the face of that and didn't give a fuck one fuck two fucks three fucks green fucks she didn't give no fucks red fucks blue fucks no fucks um and i want to make sure that we give her her awards her accolades we talk about her we educate people about her before she dies because we have a poor record of remembering people when they die but they they wouldn't even allowed to hear you say these great mm-hmm. things about them I agree with that and Angela Davis does not need to die before she hears us say great things about her she was the original black female panther she was the one that was okay with being an abolitionist for the prison industrial complex before we called it that. I was like, them big words. I don't know if we called them all those big we, words. No, but, but we, we didn't call it that in the 1970s. We figured it out that's what it was because it was a euphemism for still slavery of niggas in jail under private jails mm-hmm. of things that were you know owned by the government I can go down a whole rabbit hole with that but I won't but I want my last call to be to Angela Davis Angela Yvonne Davis um, is the original female Black Panther for me and I want to make sure that I've at least said the best things that she's done she's um markedly intellectual vividly arresting like we said visually arresting um and she's given a voice to oppressed people that no one else has and so 
My last call is to Angela Yvonne Davis. That is this week's of episode of Here For It Podcast. Follow us, hereforitpod.com and hereforitpod on social media. My name is Ronald Matters. Follow me on the internet at Ronald Matters and of course, ronaldmatters.com. I am the Superman, T-H-E-E-S-U-P-A-M-A-N. You can follow me on anything you can follow any niggas on. That's right. And you can find us and exclusive content uh-uh. for this episode. Because y'all niggas didn't get all the all come the on. shit. You can get some more shit over on Patreon. We got a new video out. But it ain't free. Uh-oh. Subscribe to us on Patreon. Here for a pod on Patreon. That's right. And we will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye.